She merged her childhood dream of being a talk show host with her passion for adventure and love of laughter. Whether it's in the air, riding the rails, or on the road, she realized every journey has a story. Join your host, Toy Burdick, as she coaxes those unforgettable travel memories from her guests that will leave you giggling. And it's okay. We can laugh about it now. Hey there, travelers. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Toy, and we're about to drop another pin in our map. Today's episode takes us to the beautiful island of Puerto Rico. My friend and colleague, Tracy Butcher, who recently returned to Ohio, where she is continuing to teach high school, had the good fortune of participating in the exchange student program while attending the University of Akron. Her choice of locale resulted in huge personal growth and enrichment and provided some hilarious stories from those seemingly easy, carefree college days. Listen as she shares some highlights of her antics during her semester in the Caribbean that nearly cut her time short. So, brush up on your Spanish and mind your curfew if you don't want to be expelled from this wild adventure. Hello, Tracy. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, good evening. (laughs) It's so good to have you. It's good to hear your voice again. I miss you, my friend. I know. I miss you, too. It was so good to see you at the party last week, though. I'm so glad you did that. That was really, that was really, really good. And I, I was really on the fence about whether I was going to make it because of us just coming back in from LA. But I'm really, really glad I did. It was great to see you. Yeah, it was great to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So you're back home in Ohio. Yeah, we drove back over two days, so Oof. we hit some stops along the way, and um, and we hit Congaree National Park in South Carolina, and then we hit New River Gorge in West Virginia. Love that. It's so uh, pretty. Yesterday afternoon, and then when that was done, we're like, okay, let's get it. <laughs> and we hit over coming into Ohio from West Virginia. You go over the Ohio River. Yeah. And there's a big sign um, over this bridge that says, welcome to Ohio. And I was just like, yay. <laughs> Just we because, you know, yeah, we were on the, we I mean, we were gone for three weeks. Wow. And I loved every bit of it. I, I loved every, every, I mean, we really soaked up as much as we could in those three weeks. But it, it honestly, it felt so good to sleep in my own bed last Oh, week. it does. Everything's easy at home, right? I love yes. traveling, but everything is so much easier at home. Things yes. are where they are, you know they are, and just the yeah. comforts. I completely understand. Well, why don't we get started? I want to hear a little bit about your background, just so people can understand who you are. Well, I'm uh, I'm a teacher, so I've been teaching since 2000. I grew up in northeastern Ohio, and after high school, I had no idea what I was supposed to do, but I know I had to go to college because that was the plan for me. My mom, you know, that was just, you went to college, that's just what you did. Yeah. So I, you know, went off to Mount Union, uh, realized it was, it was a very small school, smaller than my yeah. high school. Didn't like it. Oh. So I switched to University of Akron, nice. which was huge, and I was quite okay with being a number. Uh, like the classes were small, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I liked being around everything where, you know, nobody knew your business, you know, by, you know, six o'clock that night or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, you know, got my degree in mass communications, found out that I didn't like doing journalism. <laughs> I didn't like writing and I'm not very good at it. Not that kind. So then I really, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Oh. And so I became a nanny. So I really for about, yeah, I nannied, I don't know, it had been about six years. And part of my duties, I needed for a woman that was an obstetrician. So part of my duties included doing like the things that she would do at school. So I did playground duty. Okay. And one of the women, Sherry Wolf, if you're listening, this is you, told me on playground duty, she goes, wow, you'd be a really good teacher. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, you'd be good. And I said, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe I could do that. (laughs) So I took some classes. I was like, I kind of like this. So I just kept going. So I did my student teaching when I was pregnant with my twins. Oh, my God. By the time I was like 24 weeks, I was because I'm, you, you know me, I'm only this big. You know, I'm two yeah. feet tall. And so by the <laughs> time feet. it was coming to the end, I would sit in my 
rolly chair. Yeah. And I had a student who would kind of wheel me around <laughs> as I passed papers back. It was funny. <laughs> it was, I thought it was hilarious. So, but then I did when I, I graduated then in 2000 and then I immediately had my twins. So then I did up here, we call it hospital homebound. Yeah. So kids who are too sick to go to school. Right. I actually mm-hmm. worked part time for seven years oh. uh, while all of my kids were little. And then, you know, right then we moved, we were moving to Florida and I was like, okay, it's time for me to get a big girl job. And then when Kate went to high school, uh, she's like, mom, you're coming to high school with me. And I was like, okay, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So that's how I wound up at Lake Gibson. And and that was great. And then we all know the housing market and everything fell out of me. So I had to move back up to Ohio last year. So, and I can't say, I mean, I miss, there's a lot of things I do not miss. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But I miss my friends. Oh, of course. Yeah. I miss, that's what I miss. We miss, I miss you. We yeah. miss you so much. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad that's we're reconnecting. Of, you know, yeah. Yes, correct. It's so nice. And we'll have this memorialized conversation. We can always look back on. Yay. <laughs> that's exciting. Oh, well, so let's start talking about traveling. Uh, what do you enjoy about traveling? I, I think the thing I think I like most about traveling is seeing where other people live and what it looks like for them, yeah. their experiences, how they do things versus how we do things. Cause it's so incredibly different. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's experiences and the, the things that they hold dear to them in other cultures is so different than my own. Sometimes even if I don't, can't go there, I love just having conversations about people yeah. with people from yeah. different places mm-hmm. so that, you know, I, I you know, for me, I, I love learning. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> if I won the lottery, I would just love to take classes and stuff that sound interesting to me yeah. all the time. That's one of the reasons I think I like the Esau. I had a girl from Palestine. Oh. And she, uh, in the class, one of the kids said, well, where's Palestine? And, and it was my mistake culturally insensitive. I said, it's near Israel. Oh. And she corrected me, rightfully so. She says, it's not corrected by Israel. It's occupied by Israel. Wow. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, fair point. And mm-hmm. so she said, she didn't like school lunch at Auburndale. She would come and sit in my room every day. It's oh. part of my lunch bunch. And we had the most, she educated me so much. on we'll say the Palestine, Palestinian side of the story. Yeah. Kind of in that battle with Israel in the Middle East. Huh so many things that I didn't know that they suffer. Right. And I thought, because there's always, you know, perspective is Mm -hmm. key and you can't just ever look at some things, you know, with your own lens, you have to continue to look at things through other lenses and how your actions affect other people and how other people's actions affect you. Mm -hmm. And so I I love those kinds of conversations and that's why I like visiting. I really just kind of like to see, you know, what it it looks like. I think it makes me be a nicer person. (laughs) That's nice. That that is a very unique perspective to to share what you've gotten from your students and how that's that's added to your understanding of culture as well as traveling, you know. It really has and can I like and just the fact that like how we study American history. Mm -hmm. I had a student named Felix from Germany, and he said, why do Americans spend so much time talking about all the bad things Hitler did? He goes, that's not the important part of the story. The important part of Hitler's story is how he was able to take power. He Mm -hmm. goes, people have to know that so it can't happen again. He goes, America, you spend too much time talking about the bad things he did. He goes, everybody knows the bad things Mm -hmm. he did. We don't, we don't, we're not learning from that because you have to learn why Germany was so desperate. They listened to him so that he could take power. Wow. What that kid knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I've learned so much from these kids, you know, perspective and things over the years. Absolutely. Wow. That's awesome. What don't you like about traveling? The cost. (laughs) Yeah. I think if it was cheaper, I would go so many places. Maybe. Okay, the downside is, and these are for more extended stays than short stays, Mm -hmm. is the eating. That could be a huge problem, even though I like, you know, eating things from other places and whatever. We try to eat good and healthy and whatever, but just sometimes 
It's hard Especially, sometimes. you know, when we're in those, when we're on those places and we're just grabbing something quick. Yeah. So we right. just I, ate out so much when we were in Florida. It does and it was get fun tiring. To see different people and everything, but I like eating. I eat relatively healthy when I'm home. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to sometimes to keep that up. Right. It I'm is, up. especially if you need a kitchen where you can get in there and have the things, the ingredients you need and cook the yes. way you want to cook. It's not... Yeah. It's not always easy. Again, another reason for why we're happy to be home after a trip. Yes. We love traveling, but happy to be home. Yeah, I, I can definitely associate with that for sure because we were gone for two weeks and there was a lot of eating out. And after a while, you're like, oh my God, what what now? We eat the same thing or, you know, I don't know. And it's just, it's expensive. It's really expensive yeah, it for is. what it is. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about this incredible, crazy time you had as an exchange student. Yes. Going way back, going way back to the early 90s. Yes. Oh, my gosh. 1991. Whoop, whoop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is great. This is such great stuff. I love it. Um, so you were an exchange student. Was this with the University of Akron? Yes, this was with the University of Akron. Okay. So how did so that they- come about? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so I'm so weird. They sent a postcard in the mail. You know the 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 junk mail that you get, and you're like, nope, and you throw it immediately in the recycle bin yeah. or whatever. Well, it got something and was like, come explore other places with the University of Akron. <laughs> and I and I just I can remember getting it in the mail and looking at it and being like, that could be cool. I'm like, okay. So they had like a, a little fair, you know, where you kind of went and you met students that had done it and from the different countries. There were all these countries to pick from. They had pictures and things. So I went to this little fair and by myself, I'll never forget. And I'm going through and some of the things just visiting Asia at that point in time, just in my life didn't interest me. And mm-hmm. I had had six years of Spanish at that point. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of looking like maybe Spain or Mexico scared me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so Puerto Rico is one. And in the pictures, they had the most beautiful boys. Can I tell you? (laughs) You know, and and as somebody who was probably 20 at the time that, you know, I was like, okay. And I talked to them and I listened to some of their stories and their experiences and the things that they did. And I was like, okay, I could do this. Like, how do I sign up? (laughs) So I just signed up and it was, it was the same cost to go to, it was called uh, La Universidad Interamericana in San Germán. Um, and so it was the same cost. So instead of like paying the University of Akron, you know, we just paid that. It was, just, it was the exact same wow, cost. Wow, that's crazy. And so there were a group of, I think, eight of us from University of Akron that went. And there were a group of eight from uh, Penn State. <laughs> and so I can remember meeting with all of the, we had a meeting beforehand where we met some of the other people that were going and they seemed nice and everything and so I can remember getting to the airport that we flew out of Cleveland and it was nine degrees oh my god <laughs> I think we left something like January 5th or something yeah and it was nine degrees Mm-mm. and then when we landed there it was like 80 <laughs> of course <laughs> so we kind of come into the airport and we had to take a puddle jumper and so we're getting our stuff here and we're waiting and we look up and true story, Morgan Freeman <laughs> was in line to get his ticket. He was flying to, I think, the Virgin Islands for something. And he had like a like a Hawaiian shirt on and he had like a straw hat on. And we're like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and I was too scared to go up to him to say anything. But somebody else went up and he just kind of waved him off like he's on vacation. Yeah. Like he's not Morgan Freeman at that point. No. But I remember thinking. That was so cool. So then they usher us out onto the tarmac. It was like, have you seen the movie Romancing the Stone? It's like one of my favorite movies. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, you quote that whole movie. When they find the plane in the jungle. (laughs) Oh no. They reminded me of that. Except there were like seats in the back, but they were just like bolted to the floor. There, there was no overhead bins. There was no pockets. There's, there was a curtain. There was a curtain. We could see the instruments. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm gonna die. Like I love my mother. I hope my mother knows I love her. Like okay, at this point, like I'm gonna die. And they closed this this ratchet, dirty curtain. And we're all like, and we're going. It's 45 minute flight. Like kind of like up and over the mountains. Yeah. 
but the whole time it's like we're like like bouncing up and down in the air and we land and i probably wanted to kiss the ground (laughs) sure because it 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 was so scary i can remember looking at that plane because we walked out and then we went up the steps to get on this plane. And I remember looking at that plane thinking, oh my God, this is the one from Romancing the Stone. I'm like, so oh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to die. Another bus uh, will come along. To see if the marijuana is there, you know. <laughs> there are and, schedules um, to be maintained, even in Cartagena. <laughs> <laughs> or even in Colombia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that movie. I could quote that entire movie. So, I mean, uh, even from the beginning, I think... The best way I can describe that whole trip was maybe a comedy of errors. Oh, man. Because it was it was kind of one mishap after the other. But it was, it was for the most part, it was all re- in really good fun. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it was just, I made, I didn't like high school, but I still talked to the people. Oh. I went to Puerto Rico. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, so I still, you know, we meet every few years for reunions. <gasps> oh, you know. We go to see things, and we were all, with the exception of one gentleman who was probably 40, the rest of us were between, like, 18 and 21. Sure, yeah. That's so so cool. We just, we lived our best life on that island. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. We really did. So, so what, so, like, how, how was your class load at the university? This is funny. Um, so I'd already had, let's see, I had, yeah, I had already had six years of Spanish by then. But part of the program was taking Spanish one and Spanish two. Oh. So, como esta usted? Do you know what I mean? Are you kidding? And, and of course, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but since the classes were coded differently, like it still counted, I think they counted as electives for me. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I go in the first day. And he says, Professor Vargas, and he says, okay, the first thing I'm going to teach you today is all the curse words. <laughs> so you know when Puerto Ricans are cursing at you. So he wrote out this whole list, and then we practiced pronouncing them. So this is my kind of class. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you? And so that we would understand them by ear. Yeah. And Puerto Ricans, they have a tendency to chop off the last sound yeah. of their words so he mm-hmm. goes okay this is how it's written this is how it's going to sound this is what they mean when they say it that's great it, it 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 was it was it was great and the class was so easy i mean i'd already had it so i mean i just all i had to do for that class was show up but hey you got some really good practical knowledge out of that so oh and score. yes and it was good for my ear yeah because yeah. we all know that in language classes here there isn't always a whole lot of uh you speaking no or you know or the professor speaking no no um, always going on well and, and even just like walking around on the campus having to order at the cafeteria oh, every day yeah. in spanish mm-hmm. had having to talk to people to change classes so that was really um, valuable to you incredibly yeah. valuable and incorrect pronunciation yeah because yeah. we all know, even in English, pronunciation, sometimes words are so similar. Yes. I remember going in and I needed soap. And I was like, donde esta? You know what did I say? El jabón. And they're like, she's like, jamón? Jamón? <laughs> no, I don't need ham. And I was like, jabón, jabón. Like, the. And she's like, okay. Making the motion. And I was like, Oh, man. That was, I think, like the second day I was in Puerto Rico. But it was. It was great, great practical knowledge. And we had friends there. They had a welcoming committee for us. Oh. So, which from the university, I thought was very nice. So that right away, we kind of already, we had had to get together with them. And so we already knew them. So we would see them on campus. We would say hi. And we had a friend named Jose Juan. And, And I remember that sometimes we would go over to his house and his mom you know, and again, like part of the, cult, the cultural exchange, like what whenever you would show up there, they just they, they give you something to eat or drink and they always give you kind of the best of what they have. Aww. Hospitality is second to none. Aww. 
And so, you know, she would come in, you know, come in, come in. And then we would sit down and then she would bring us drinks and she would bring us snacks and, you know, do her best. And we would muddle through our conversations and, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good in the present tense, past tense. I would mix up my preterite and imperfect and I'm going, okay, I didn't used to do it, but I did it. Like, is it the time one or is it the place that like... Yeah, so, and, you know, and in my head. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was very, very cool. So did you stay just in campus housing while you were there? Yes, <laughs> so we stayed. Why is that funny? We stayed in, <laughs> you'll see why. So we stayed in the girls' dorm. And the first time that we were going to go out club hopping, our welcoming committee, they wanted to teach us to dance merengue. Oh. So they took us to Las Burbujas down in in downtown San Germán and unbeknownst to us there was a curfew oh and so we stayed out too late drinking it's called their local beer is called Medaya and so too many Medayas and you know (laughs) with the merengue which I still can't do we go back they gated the they there were gates no uh kind of like maybe the door on a store you know what I mean where it's like the iron yeah and we couldn't get back in oh my god and we're like Ah, mind you, the boys' dorm did not have that. What? Oh, my God. So we're three sheets to the wind, all of us. (laughs) And so we're trying to, the guys are trying to, there was like a, the the gates were here, and then there was like kind of like a a hallway that was elevated so you couldn't just, you know, climb over and go Uh over. But we could get, uh, because that had bars on it too oh. i'd forgotten how you say that <laughs> and and so they're trying to boost us up on top of that little hallway and then there was like a window right there it's kind of a florida style like the balconies they were all stucco so oh, you know. yeah and so we were going to get on top of that little walkway and then just climb in okay and you know how quiet drunk people are <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely yeah church so we mouse all we, we all think we're being super quiet okay so the guys are boosting us up onto this thing. Well, then, of course, the campus police come. Oh, my God. And there's this whole thing. <laughs> and they take us all into this little room. Okay. If I could speak Spanish sober, I certainly wasn't doing it then. <laughs> so they're all talking to us. And we're like, mm. so they got a couple of people um, from the welcoming committee. You know, they woke them up. Okay. okay. Air quote, woke them yeah. up. Yeah, like, yeah, we had air quotes around, you know, woke them up because they were the ones who boosted us up on top. Right. And um, they, uh, and so they're all, they're all yelling at us. Oh my and God. I used some of my probably not so nice words. <laughs> and so they called the University of Akron the next day. Oh my God, Tracy. And someone's name specifically, I'm raising my hand right now just to denote, yes, it was me, uh, <laughs> that someone was using not so nice words. Oh my. I took offense, okay? I took offense to them, I think, creating us in like weeping dogs. <laughs> but the guys didn't have to get, you know, created. So there was a whole thing. University of Akron called me the next day. Talked about how I needed to be on my best behavior. Oh my god! And, and you got and you got to stay. I yeah, no. <laughs> I did get to stay. Okay. There, there was another girl, Tina from Penn State, who she was from New Jersey, and that girl, <laughs> I think they were a minimum of like eight curse words in every sentence that was coming out of that girl's mouth. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think between the two of us, you know, me trying to like do the right thing, like yeah, stand up for women, like we should be locked in like dogs. <laughs> It, it really set the wrong tone, and that oh. was probably our first week there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have these party animals from the United States as exchange students. Yes. Oh, man. Yes, which, of course, just played in probably to the stereotypes. Yeah, right. Of Americans coming down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were with people that were just as... Oh my God! Rowdy. I guess they were a different kind of rowdy. They didn't curse when they got rowdy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so you were there for the whole semester. Yeah, I was there until June. June. Wow. Yeah. So from January until June. Wow. Okay. So spring break. I mean, did you stay down there? You never went back to the states. You stayed there. They had. Oh God, this is so me. They had an optional chaperone-led excursion. You could you could take into Venezuela. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, which, in, in hindsight, I wish I would have done. Mm-hmm. But my 21-year-old self was like, screw you, I'm going to go where I want on spring break. You're not going to tell me, you know, where I'm going to go, where I'm going to eat, right. and Let's what see. I can do. I could go get some, you know, culture and learn about another country and their ways, or party! Yeah. So we found out that there was, a, we flew round trip to Charlotte O'Malley in the Virgin Islands for $80. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, let's go. So we found out the best place to go down there was St. John's. Yeah. They had, I was interested in snorkeling. Cool. And, you know, some stuff down there. So the guy that I was dating down there and then another friend, the three of us, we all packed up our stuff. <laughs> and we, we found a campsite, Cinnamon Bay. It's great. But we, you know, we're poor college students. So we packed... We packed Chef Boyardee. And he had a, <laughs> Always. The guy I was dating had a backpack. He had a pan hanging down from the backpack so we could cook it. And I remember us taking Nesquik because they did have, uh, you could buy little things of milk. Oh, yeah. And so we were just going to drink chocolate milk while we were there. And then they had local fruits and vegetables we could buy at, the, at their market at the campground. So we went down and we did that. And it was, oh, my gosh. It's probably the best snorkeling of my life. Oh, I mean, wow. we snorkeled out into Cinnamon Bay, and we could probably see 80 feet down to <gasps> the bottom, crystal clear. Wow. And Barracuda came up. We, oh. They were just kind of checking us out. Squid came right up in front of us, and they were kind of spinning their little, you know, tentacles in front oh. of us. A sea turtle. Oh. I mean, my favorite animal in the world. A sea turtle, you know, oh. swam swam right by us wow i mean it was it was like it was like finding nemo it was ridiculous oh my god and it was and it was just it was magical oh the, the whole thing was magical well but like with any magical thing there has to be some sort of a crazy story attached to it <laughs> of course so we didn't actually we didn't drink on that spring break because i think i was too poor by then <laughs> right <laughs> it could have been or yeah um i can't they had to have had alcohol at the campground, but I remember we didn't drink, um, and it was it wasn't really a big deal. We might have been so tired from spending so much time in the water every day. I don't remember. So, but so we go to go home, and the airport was in Charlotte O'Malley, which is in the U.S. Virgin Islands, was like a very teeny tiny little building, very teeny tiny. So we go in. And we're waiting. I don't know why we had to go through immigration because we're going from one American territory to another one. But we go, I guess, to check in or whatever. And they take a look at us. And the guy that I was dating, he had hair down to halfway down his back. He was in a band. <laughs> and he's got this backpack on. He's got this pot hanging down. <laughs> I had long, longer hair at the time. And I'm sure, you know, I hadn't had a decent shower in a week. <laughs> I probably looked pretty grungy. <laughs> and so did the girl that we went with. And they look at us and they like, they're like, come here, you, um, got you three, come here. Oh no! So they took us into this little private room and they started going through all of our belongings. Oh, God. I mean, they took every item of clothing I had out of my bag and they felt, they literally felt every single piece of clothing. They felt like the cups of my bras. Oh my God. Like they felt my underwear. They felt my t-shirts. They everything. really thought you all were smuggling. Yeah, they thought we were drug smugglers. Wow. And th they took the Nesquik that we had. <sighs> they opened the top. They took like a pen or something. They stirred around in it no. to see oh what God. was in there. They go, why do you have this? And I go, because we like chocolate milk. To drink? <laughs> yeah. I was like, we like chocolate milk. I, I, don't, like white, I don't like white milk. And so in the whole, it, it was probably, I mean, we were probably there an hour. Oh, my God. And. It was, and talk about an aggressive pat down. Mm -mm. I mean, they like, they felt every single thing on us. They made it, to, you know, this is, of course, this was in 1991. Yeah. So this is pre 9 11, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you know, TSA stuff, Homeland Security right. stuff. Right. So they, they took off our shoes. They were like looking insides our shoes. They're like looking for like hidden compartments and things, oh looking all through our bags. It was insane. My God. In retrospect, now I can imagine what we look like. And of course, <laughs> if I was one of those people, I would have stopped me too. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely suspect. Get over here. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Look. Hey, mom, remember how we talked about how I wasn't going to need bail money? Uh, guess what? I need a lot of bail money because I'm in the Virgin Islands. 
Oh my God! So you that was on the way to the St. John's on the, on the, on the way from, back. That was on the way back from the Virgin Islands. Wow! And while we were on spring break, Eastern Airlines, <laughs> who had flown us there and back, yeah, folded. I. <laughs> I know. So, I I used Eastern to fly to see Greg because that was I met we met in 1990 and got married mm-hmm. in 93. So for three years we dated long distance and I flew Eastern a couple of times. I, one one time I went up on I flew up on Christmas night and the plane was literally maybe half full, maybe half full. And that was when they had because they were getting close to they would file bankruptcy and whatever. They were getting close to the end. I think it was that January. Yes, or or shortly after, because it had to be the year what you're talking about. Like the first third of the plane was first class or some crazy thing, and they're like, "Hey, everybody, come on, join us!" You know, I was back on you know twenty seventy or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. everybody, wherever you're sitting, just come <laughs> on up, come grab a seat in first class. No big deal. Come just wherever you want." And they're serving us wine, and it it was crazy, they crazy. Knew it was the and then it was a few months later, and and they're like. Yep folded done yeah <laughs> it's like well it, i got to enjoy that it's so funny because i was talking to my sister about this today we were guys kind of remembering it she goes why didn't the university rebook your flights that oh. should have been something the university yeah. did and gosh wow i mean it's forever and a day ago and i don't know why they didn't i think they were giving us the runaround but a girl in our group her name was foom and she ve- girl very on top of it yeah like she would be a toy verdict. Can I tell you? <laughs> Very organized, Aww. not taking crap from anybody. And so she single-handedly, she single-handedly got uh, another airlines, I think it might have been United, to accept accept our tickets. Wow. Because we were, well, we would have been stranded. It was, it was around spring break when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And so she got this whole, so if you're listening, Fung, thank you very much. <laughs> nice work. Um, yeah, she she got everybody's that's impressive yep she did like collectively as a group good for her amazing yeah amazing so so when were you on this boat with the strangers was that part of your spring break oh my gosh oh my gosh no (laughs) um but our go-to beach when we were there it was called combate and it was down in the the southern, southwestern most part of the island, and we went. There, we went there. We were there almost every weekend. Mm. So we were there again with our with our huge group. It was you know the University of Akron, Penn State, with our welcoming committee group. You know we still hung out together all the time, and we met these. They these guys had a boat. They were uh, knee boarding out in the ocean, and they were launching kind of off the beach. Cool. And so, of course, they were they were beautiful young men. And they're like, come on our boat and try it. And, oh, my gosh, I, I'm so lucky this did not wind up like a Dateline episode. Because we're like, sure. <laughs> right. So there yeah. were three Everybody's here us. to party, right? <laughs> yes. So, you know, we went on the boat. And we hung out with them for the whole day. And we just kneeboarded with them. And they were trying to teach us how to do it. And, and we just hung out with them. And it was great. So we come up to the beach at the end of the day. And they're like, oh, well, we'll drive you back. You know, we, 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 we kind of stay near there. And I wasn't necessarily sold on that. Oh. But I didn't want to leave. You know, I, I'm a Hufflepuff. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, a ride or die. So I wasn't going to leave. My one girl was just like moon eyes about this guy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to leave you. So in the meantime, the welcoming committee, like our, our university actors was like, do not go with them. Do not go mm-hmm. with them. Do not go with them. Mm-hmm. Don't get in cars to strangers. You know? <laughs> get on a boat. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we, I, I went in and we got in, well, they got a flat tire. Oh. And, and on the way back, I'm trying to think of somewhere that would be the equivalent. I mean, it, like the Everglades. Oh, God. Like down on 75. Oh, on my Alligator God. Oh, Alley, my God. Stretch. Yeah, where there's nothing, and there's a swamp, and down there it's sugarcane fields. Oh yeah, for forest, mm-hmm. and so you're on these twisting, tiny, t- turning roads through these forests, or you're in the there, there's sugarcane. Wow, you know, all up over on both sides of you, and so their tr- their boat trailer gets a flat. Oh, and I don't even remember how. Isn't it so funny how I can't remember my life before cell phones? Oh, I know. But somehow we got a hold of somebody from our welcoming group, you know, our our friend group down there, our Puerto Rican friends. And they came and they picked us up. Wow. And they were so mad at us. 
rightfully so. Yeah. They they had every right to be. Yeah. And that girl, I remember thinking though that it was probably really really good. Mm-hmm. That that might have been like the good Lord protecting us. Yeah. Right. Right. Because who knows? Gosh, isn't that funny? Kind of how things would have happened, and we're in the middle of this. Someplace there's no lights. There's in the middle of this jungle, and with people we do not know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the girls was completely, completely wasted and out of the loop. Oh, God. I was doing okay. And this other girl, the one with the moon eyes for the guys, which is, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. And I was thinking, girl, I'm going to I'm gonna string you up. Yeah, right. Um, this is I fought people for less. <laughs> right. And, but yeah. luckily, luckily, it all worked out okay. But I look back and I think, oh, like, how dumb am I? I don't to get I mean, on to uh, go on a boat. Yeah, I mean they literally could have just killed us and dumped us right over the side. Could have been anything into the Caribbean Sea. Could have been and anything. That, yeah, that would have been the end of it. Like we're so young and dumb and yeah. invincible. Right. Well, and you know our worldview was probably a lot more narrow then. And oh yeah, you know so naive about well nothing bad will happen to me and you know yeah and and, and you stay in groups right had the buddy system yeah. Yeah. Always have your buddy. Right. Well, no, because they would have just killed all three of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and what we know now today, good God, we we would never even dream of, of anything like that. Probably not oh even gosh. get on the boat. I mean, did you white watch White Lotus? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, when I was on the when I was on the flight back no, it was on the flight from to down to Florida a few weeks ago. There was a woman, I was on the window seat and there was this huge guy that had the aisle seat and there's this middle seat in between. So this girl gets in and the guy is probably mid fifties and this woman who's probably forty sits down and they're having this whole conversation or whatever. And there he's he's acting super sus. He's acting super creepy. And so I pretended to take a nap so it looked like I wasn't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm just listening to every word they say. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Come on," he goes, "I got a boat. I'll take you out of the boat tomorrow." Oh, and he God. goes, "It'll just be the two of us." <gasps> and I'm in my my spidey senses are tickling, and I'm like, "Girl," in my mind, I'm thinking, "Girl, don't do it. Don't do it. Girl, don't do it." So. Later on, is, is we're starting our descent coming down. And I thought maybe they maybe they knew each other or yeah. something. You know, she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, then she goes, what's your name? Oh, so, what? No. Yeah, what's your name? So I, she's on her phone right next to me putting in. He's spelling out his name, oh Malcolm, whatever. And then he's putting his phone number in. So there's me. I've got my phone up like this. Like, like I'm like on my phone uh-huh. and then I go into Snapchat and I go Zoop! and I zoom in on his name and phone number. Oh my God. And I'm thinking, girl, you know what I mean? Oh like my thinking God. if something happens to you, I think her name was Natalia or something like that. I was like, girl, I- I'm going to be watching that Tampa news Whoa. for you. Missing woman, Natalia. I'll be like, I know who did it. It was Malcolm. We took her out on the boat. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I did the same thing when I was 20. Woo! <laughs> luckily, I, luckily, I wound out okay for you did, Let's thank God. <laughs> well, look at you being a good Samaritan. They didn't even know. Just yeah, well, you know, I should have said know. something out loud. Been like, "Girl, don't do it." He's a total creep, right? I, I think that's where we all out. need to be now. We all need to be unafraid for what yeah. might be backlash. Yes. but but there are people I think who need to hear it to be like, snap back into reality. What are you? What are you doing? You don't even know this dude's what name. What would your mother say about that? Right. Right. Yeah, that's wild. Well, I'm really glad that turned out the way it did for you, Tracy. That's uh, yeah, because that in, in reality, that could have been really, really ugly. And, and luckily yeah. now here I, I am, you know, I mean, 30 something years later, God, telling a funny story about it. <laughs> and there there was one I'm other so thing dumb. about a, a overloaded John boat. So our <laughs> so much related to alcohol down there. Um, our our friends that we had down there, our Puerto Rican friends, were in the reserves, and so they would. And one of somebody else's dad, I think his dad was the president of the university, if I recall correctly. Mm. They had a beach house, and it was the kind of beach house. I mean, it was beautiful, whatever, but it had like lots of bunks, so it could fit like lots of people. Oh, nice. So we loaded like 24, 26 people into this beach house and we all gave these, you know, these reservists money. So they went to the PX 
and they bought up all of the alcohol that they could. Yeah. And I, maybe some fruit. I don't know. I have, a, I have a picture of the refrigerator though, and it's just straight alcohol, <laughs> like liquor, 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 liquor. Their their rum down there is called Don Ku, like Don Q. No, oh, okay. And then Medaya was the beer. Mm-hmm. And that the entire refrigerator is packed. So I think we probably had fruit. They had, you could go any, like, on the side of the road every day, you'd pass by. And you'd be like, watermelon's a dollar. <laughs> and you could buy this huge watermelon oh my God. for, like, a dollar. Or pineapples. Yeah. Huge pineapples. So we probably had fruit and alcohol <laughs> the entire time we were there. But one of the next days, there's this little John boat. And, you know, we get into the John boat, and we're going out to, like, a sandbar. Mm-hmm. Up in it, but it was far out. I mean, it had to have been three or four hundred yards. Okay, yeah, maybe three hundred yards. Yeah, and so we're out. You know, we're just chilling. We're living our best lives out on the sandbar, right? <laughs> and this isn't like a fancy boat. This is like a literally like a little mini out, mini slow trolling fishing boat yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and then, and they had had to make a couple of trips to bring everybody out. Mm-hmm. And we we had a blast out there. It was so much fun. So then. One of the guys that was out there, his dad was a marine biologist, and they were doing a study on sharks in the area. And about, for some odd reason, there's this large population of hammerhead sharks down there. Oh. So then we're all freaked out. <laughs> so the storm starts to come in. Oh, God. And we realize that we're not going to get everybody in in two oh, trips. Oh, my God. So we put as many people in this little John boat as we could. And this poor motor is like chugging. <laughs> and water. We were too heavy. So water starts coming in oh my God. to the side over this boat. So we're worried that we're going to swamp the boat. So people are jumping out of the boat. So then we're like holding on to the side oh my God. and swimming next to it. Yeah. And I can remember. And we all kind of took turns being shark bait. Okay. <laughs> And I can remember, I can remember in my head, I never would have said it out, but I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to get eaten by a shark. I never ate a shark. It's going to grab me, and my mom is going to cry, and, and, <laughs> you know, and so I'm like holding on to the side of this boat, and we're like, oh, you know, and the girls freaking out because oh some dumbass had to tell us they couldn't have told us the story of the sharks after after right oh, oh no <laughs> they told us it when we were out on the goddamn sandbar <laughs> and so we get back and again everybody makes it back and okay and the guys are all making fun of us of course it, i said it the equivalent of that would be would be the people that go tubing mm. in Florida in the gators. summer in the lakes. Right. Because of gators. Right. When we first moved there, I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing? There's alligators in that water. <laughs> well, you know, a couple of years later, I'm like, woo, you know, let's, let's go tubing. You know, yeah. because you just learn to live with stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what it, But at that point in time, it was, we were being utterly ridiculous. <laughs> We were being utterly ridiculous. You get it in your head and then that's it. And then suddenly you're like in this, like, here's a storm. We have to go. We have to hurry. And now this is all that's in my head. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you were drinking, please. (laughs) I'm sure we were. Hyper focused. I'm quite certain. I'm quite certain that somebody swam back pushing a cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Save the cooler. (laughs) <laughs> save, save, trust me, save the cooler. It is not going. Okay, the boat, whatever. We can swim back, but you better save that cooler. Save the cooler. Absolutely. Oh my God, this is so much fun. This is. These are great stories. You're, you're making me think of so many crazy, so many crazy times that I had as a I, high schooler, college student. Yes, it's it's so funny looking back. Some of the stuff that happened that I like hold so the stories I hold so near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And to kind of look at where we all wound up all this time later, you know, I've told kids that have kind of come through my room every year. It should be a requirement that at some point in time, it should just be easier for for student exchange. Mm -hmm. It should not be so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because I learned, I learned so much about myself. Well, that was one of my questions. What did you learn about yourself about through this trip? I was so, I didn't realize at the time, my mom told me this in retrospect when we were getting on the plane to go. She goes, oh my gosh, she goes, you were terrified. She goes, you were so scared. Oh my God. And I didn't, I don't remember. You don't perceive that about it. 
I I didn't perceive that is like having shown that to other people, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're always capable of so much more than we think we are. And then just going and learning like like I can do this. Yeah. And I can navigate in a world that doesn't speak line language all on my own without my mom and dad there. Yeah. Yeah. That's And there were definitely speed bumps along the way. <laughs> but they make the story, those potholes, those mm-hmm, speed bumps, mm-hmm. they make the stories interesting. Right. And they're, those are the experiences you learn from. And those are the things that, that you take away that become a part of you. Yes. And oh, I, yeah. I think it's so encouraging to hear you say that even though you didn't remember being scared that your mom made you remember that you were and that you did it and that I think we tend to get so much in our heads about things I mean I know I'm totally guilty of it and worrying about things that I probably shouldn't and I just need to know that I can just go and do things and it'll be okay no matter what happens it'll be okay the what ifs yeah and sometimes I mean like the boat I should have been more worried about the what ifs on that one But on some of the other stuff, you have to trust that it's all going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. You have to trust that you're going to end up taking more away from the experience than what's going to be taken from you. Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys I went with is a professor at a college now. Cool. Another one is a judge in Manatee County. Oh, wow. In in Manatee County of all places. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've lost track of some other people. Foon, who, you know, rebooked our tickets. She's now a nurse practitioner. Nice. It's so wonderful that you've kept touch with so many of them. Yes. Yeah, we have. And again, like, I wasn't necessarily really about um, my high school people. But but those people, I think we were all so different, mm-hmm. and we but we were all kind of in the same situation. You have that bond, right? Right. Yeah, and we and we, and again, and we learned. I learned so much about how to be a better person to people who don't look like me mm. when I'm here. So when I see people who are vacationing or who are immigrants mm-hmm. or all that, I really have to remember be mindful about. Uh, the experience that they came from yeah. so that I know how to handle. Do you keep in touch with any of the people from the welcoming committee that were down in Puerto Rico? Yes. Yeah. In fact, we still, we were planning a huge reunion. Actually, the the beach town where that beach house was. Yeah. We were planning a reunion down there. Oh. And then guess what happened? COVID. COVID happened. Oh, no. And so we had to cancel it. And then we were planning one again in 2022. And the hurricane that had come oh, through before. Yes. Maria. Yes. Some of the places that we were looking at wasn't really able to sustain. Mm. Kind of. We're talking about a, a big group of people. You're talking about like me and my kids. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. we have spouses and families. Right. Now, whatever. Right. And so it fell through. But but again, so we just we talk through text sometimes. We keep uh. up. You know, I'm not always a huge fan of social media. Right. But, but I do love the fact that I can see. I, I can keep up with my friends' lives. Yes. Yes. When and you're separated. Sense. By that, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that I'm so glad to hear that. So maybe, yeah. maybe something will come together yeah. where you guys can get Someday. together at some point. That's that's on my list of places to go back to sooner rather than later. Nice. Oh, yay. Yeah, Puerto Rican people are incredibly hospitable and just caring. Hmm. Uh, would give you the shirt off their back. That's so nice just to, to hear. Make sure that your experience in your life was going to be better. Hmm. That's we have wonderful. a lot to learn from their culture. I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. Well, what tips do you have for others who might want to travel to Puerto Rico or some of those Virgin Islands you were in? Don't be afraid. Mm. You know, and don't be afraid to don't be afraid to go somewhere, you know, where people think they have a tendency to think that Puerto Rico is a little third worldish mm-hmm. and it's not as beautiful. They have some of the most, the oldest, they have this fort called El Moro, and, and it's beautiful. In old San Juan during the day yeah. is absolutely stunning. They have waterfalls. They have a rainforest. Mm. They have beaches. They have hot springs. They have, they really have so much to offer. Mm. And I would suggest don't 
go to Puerto Rico on a cruise. Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes it's a cruise destination. Oh, you know, we'll go to the fort and we'll go shopping or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I really think that you should take like a like a full, go on a full week's vacation there. Wow. And I would even say don't, you know, don't say I'm going to go, you know, to Boqueron and get a, get a little condo and, and stay for one week there. I'm a huge fan of the Airbnb thing mm-hmm. or because it's kind of opened up the place to where you can just kind of hit places for a night. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. I'm much more of the kind of when I travel, I really travel. I very rarely kind of stay in, in one place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we stay in this place for a couple nights and we see what this place is like. You know, check out Rincon on the West Party. They have great surfing and they have they have some of the best like seaside bars. And like where you can like sit right there and just watch the sunset. Oh wow! Over oh. like the guys surfing oh. in the ocean, and then they have you know then the southwest part of the island, like down where that Combati Beach was. It's super nice and calm. Oh, the most beautiful sand. They have old piers down there. Snorkeling is outstanding. Oh. And then in like La Parguera, it's called. They have um the phosphorescent lights in the water where you put your hands in the water and you can see the lights. You know, that's beautiful. And Fajardo on the upper east part is, is like, like a seaside town. So there's a lot of like stuff related to like sailing, fishing, very, very cool. And then don't, I, I did not go, but Bacardi of course is located there. They have a tour. Oh yeah. You can go on. And, and we did not go while I was there, Mm. but that was very cool. They also have the, the largest, satellite dish in the western hemisphere really it might it might be an arecibo but i can't be certain it is we've actually visited there on a field trip and it's 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 you could fit inside like a football stadium i swear oh to god. my it's god huge wow they have a rainforest there called el junque and i'm sure you've heard about the little frogs they have they're called cookies yeah cookie cookie yeah and you can you don't really see them but you, it's listening to the sounds oh. and kind of taking all that in Oh, man. Oh, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Wow. Wow. I would go go back there in a heartbeat. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to get the names of all those places so I can provide links in the show notes so that people who are interested in learning more about it, um, they can look it up. Yeah. I will go back in and I will find some of all those (gasps) kind of sweet little spots for you. Yes. And, um, you know, it brings me... Even with some of all the crazy stories that are, I have such warm, fuzzy memories about that whole time. Oh, I can tell. It, I can tell I it's a really, really special place to you. I, I, and I'm so blessed to have been able to almost like wallow in that for a whole six months <laughs> instead of just really going on vacay. Yeah. Feeling me able to like soak in. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of everything oh. that Puerto Rico had to offer. Oh, that's so wonderful. I'm so happy for you that you had such a lovely experience with with a few funny things in between which make for great storytelling but that's great that's great well i could could write a book entitled things i did when i was drunk (laughs) (laughs) i love it i know people would read it (laughs) that's good stuff right there (laughs) yeah well let's move on if you are ready for rapid fire yeah. Okay. It's called rapid fire, but it never is. So you, whatever comes to mind is what you answer and oh, say sure. as much or as little as you want. Fly or drive? Drive. Okay. Checked bag or carry on? Carry on. Mountains or beach? Mountains. Oh. You know why I picked that? No. Because I lived in Florida for 14 years. Interesting. Okay. Duly so I noted. I think that because I had so much beach, mm-hmm. um, and, and don't get me wrong, if you'd asked me 16 years ago, <laughs> I would have said beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we but grow, I, we I, change. I really, yeah. Yeah. You know, things change a little bit. Ask yeah. me Ask me again in a couple years. I will. I will. Uh, planned itinerary or wing it? Wing it. Oh, wow. Yes. I'm... I'm the only thing when we go on vacation that I plan is where I'm going to stay. Okay. Dang. Other than that, um, so that I know, like, what where we're going, so that I know I have some place to sleep for the night. Sure. Yeah. We, we did 10 days in England, and I and all I planned was our, we made, uh, uh, we made, like, a big loop mm-hmm. out of England and Wales, mm-hmm. and the only thing we planned 
was we were going to sleep. Oh my gosh, that's impressive. I'm not. I, I, you know me. I'm the planner. I can't. That's not. <laughs> but good for and you. I, I I sometimes I think people that plan get things out of vacations that I don't. And oh. I try to. I mean, I look ahead of time. I'm yeah. I'm very. I I always say that that planning trips is my superpower. Yeah. Because I re- when 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 I know that I'm going somewhere, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And I go in and I look at the things that are out there and where we can go and what we can see. And what, but I don't say, okay, you know, we're gonna go and we're gonna check out this today. We're gonna go and we're gonna eat here today. Got it. We're gonna when we when we were driving down to Florida on the way there, we are headed into Gatlinburg and there's a sign along, you know, seventy five that says Seven Islands Bird Park or whatever. <laughs> and my daughter and I are into birding and I was like Jess, did you see that sign? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. She goes, what are we doing tomorrow? And I said, I said, I don't know. I said, I didn't have anything planned. We were going to, we knew that we were going to go check out maybe Klingman's Dome. Uh-huh. But other than that, and so we wound up, we wound up <laughs> going the opposite way of Klingman's Dome an hour. And we spent about, I don't know, maybe about three hours in this birding park. And it was outstanding. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll have you give me the info on that. I'll link that as well. Yeah. Hotel or vacation rental? Vacation rental. Mm. Local eateries or chain restaurants? Local eateries, hands down. <laughs> we yeah. try not to do chains at all uh, unless yeah. we have to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Final question. Where will the next pin in your map go? So uh, when my daughter was in, she's 22 now. When she was in middle school, we read a book by Sharon Creech. And it's called Walk Two Moons. Mm -hmm. And I had to read it, actually. I had to read it for a college class when I was getting my degree. Yeah. So I reread it with my daughter. And the trip in this, the girl is traveling with her grandparents from Euclid, Ohio, Mm -hmm. to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And she's following her mom's footsteps. So her grandparents are taking her on the same trip that her mom, her mom left them and then went out to Coeur d'Alene. So they're traveling out to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho to go see her. And so our grandparents are stopping at all these stops along the way. And it interested me kind of right off the bat because I graduated from Euclid High School. Wow. And so some of the stuff she's describing in there, I was like, oh, my gosh, I know where that is. Like, (laughs) I totally get it. And so I told Jessica, you know, a couple years ago, that would be really cool to do a walk two moons trip. And so we're going to follow, her name is Salamanca, and we're going to follow Salamanca's journey kind of out through these states, you know, and we're going to, you know, eat lunch in South Bend. (laughs) And then we're going to, you know, we're going to drive through Chicago and we're going to dip our toes in Lake Michigan. (laughs) And we're going to go to the Dells and we're going to go to the Badlands. Oh, cool. And, you know, we're going to go do a lot of those things and more kind of that cheated on our journey. So that's probably not, that's going to require some saving. Um, But because I'm a teacher, (laughs) I can do a month's vacation. Yeah. 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 And um, so probably not. Probably two years from now. Got it. Got we'll it. That. That's gonna. That's 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 not something I can be like. Hey, let's go to Florida. You know, for a week. Mm-hmm. Woo! Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And um, this is gonna require. Uh, okay, this this one is gonna require planning. some planning for, me. <laughs> for sure. So we started to go into Google Maps. Yeah. And kind of put I label my trips. Uh huh. And so I started to drop some pins. Oh, cool. So normally I just, I put in a bunch of stuff that I say, okay, this is the cool stuff to do in the area. Yeah. And then when we get there, we kind of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, um, it's going to be specific because there's going to be other things that, you know, while we're there, um, yeah. we're going to kind of want to stop and see. Because like Teddy Roosevelt National Park is, that might be in South Dakota or North Dakota. I don't know where. And so that's now that we're kind of on our national park mm-hmm, kick, mm-hmm. we're going to be like, whoop, okay, we're going to pause the walk two moons trip and we're going to go up and we're going to hit this. Awesome. And then we're going to kind of resume again. That map that you have in your office. Oh, yeah. Of kind of your places. Yeah. We bought a, a national park map. Oh, that looks cool. a lot like that. So it's a map of the United States, but it has all the national parks kind of on it. Oh. So we're going to kind of set that up like yours. Oh. And I love we are it. going to pin are the places we've been oh but we're also going to have special pins for our national parks that's so great i love it yay that's awesome well tracy this has been super fun 
I um, I'm so glad we were able to see each other and plan this. Yes. Because that, yes, what a fun, what I a fun miss, story. I miss our chats, my friend. Oh so if, my gosh! If this is how we spend a good what hour and fifteen catching up, <laughs> um, I like it. Yay! Me too. Me too. And next time we don't have to make it an official recording. We can just chat. Yeah, and you know maybe not too soon after that. We'll be able to meet in New York. <laughs> Fingers crossed, knocking on all the wood. Can I manifesting, putting it out into the universe <laughs> that I'd like a trip to New York? Oh, so. well, so would we. So I appreciate your good vibes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. Really appreciate you. And uh, miss you, my friend. I miss you. I miss you so much. You have no idea. I, I, I've been enjoying this podcast because I've been listening to how you chime in kind of on other people's experiences, you know, like with the New York one and some of the other yeah. ones. And it just reminds me that because girl, I, we've had some travel. We've had some travel conversations. <laughs> yes. And yes. I think this is the perfect podcast for you. Oh, well, thank you. I, I have really this been girl knows how to travel, having a lot and of how fun to talk to people. I, yeah. Well, I, I love, I love both. So it was the perfect mashup for me <laughs> yeah it is so i'm just uh i'm i'm grateful for all my guests and i'm ready for more ready for more guests and, and more interviews and and ready to keep doing it excellent thank you for your time i'm so glad i can say that i know her from work and not a dateline episode a big thank you to my dear friend tracy for sharing her story with us if you'd like to share your travel story, email us at wecanlaughaboutitnowpodcast at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to click subscribe and please leave us a review to help other adventurers find their way to us. On our next episode, we'll drop another pin as we continue to expand our horizons. Until then, remember, it's not the destination, it's the journey. So get out there. Bye.